Welcome to Value Through Vulnerability. This is a podcast dedicated to putting the human back into humanity, and I'm your host, Gary Turner. I'm also the founder of HexoChange, and HexoChange is a transformational change practice dedicated to helping you connect to yourself, to others, and to systems at large in a more meaningful way, thus helping us turn around our workplace and planetary challenges and accelerating how alive we all feel in every aspect of our lives. This track is called Kaleidoscope and was created for me personally and for HexoChange by Peter Griffiths, one half of the amazing Mind Takeaway. I hope you enjoy this exploration and please do share it on your social platforms so we can bring more humanity to more people. Hope to speak to you soon. Welcome to Value Through Vulnerability. This is a podcast dedicated to putting the human back into humanity and we are boosted by humans first. Um, I'm really grateful to have founder Mike Vacanti with us today. And we also have our amazing guest in Rachel Levins. She is the founder of Well and Calm Studios. She helps wellness businesses in the offline space get online with their service and offering. And what I really like, Rachel, is how you're taking a holistic approach to technology and incorporating mind, body, and spirit. And I would just love to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you for sparing the time to join Mike and I today. (laughs) Hi, Gary. Thank you so much for having me. Um, The one thing that is funny that you said, Rachel Levins, because that's my my pre-married name. Um, So um, my new surname or last name is Harrington. And what's funny about that is that there's only one R in Harrington. Um, So thanks to the introduction, I really loved it. And I do take courses and people who are in the space of being ready to get online and they just can't really figure it out. So um, I want to thank you for your introduction. I'm really happy to be here. Well, thank you very much. I said to you, didn't I? And I said to Mike, there'll probably be a vulnerable mistake. And there's the first one. So sorry to Rachel's husband, first of all. Um, But thanks very much for joining us today. Why I'm really excited, Rachel, to have you with us is with so much, of course, we're navigating this pandemic as we all have in our own different ways. And for you to really be intentionally focusing on that space, using your previous media background in TV to really help people pivot or to move from offline to online. I'd like to start by our listeners getting a little bit more of a sense of you. So like, what is it? Where did that, where did this passion come from? Have you always wanted to get to sort of move this holistic technological plus plus sort of, has that always been your vision or is that something that's emerged for you in, in, in recent years? Uh, Gary, thanks for asking that question. It's really been a journey to get here. And I wouldn't say that I necessarily always put my finger on the same thing. So what I'm loving right now is that, we are in a time where everyone has the ability to get online, right? We've all had to kind of pivot in how we're working, how we're educating each other, how we're living and communicating and getting into this online space. So how did I get here? I, as a kid, loved to, (laughs) I loved it when my parents would have their friends over and I would sell them, like, I would open a pawn shop and I would have my, my grandma's, um, little brooches and, and earrings. And I would ask 
the adults that were there to kind of look at my wares and see if they wanted to purchase anything. And they always were kind and they're like, sure, Rachel, I'll give you $2 for that brooch. Thank you. Right. Um, and so I just had this entrepreneurial bug so young. Like I would, I opened a video rental. I would I would show people all like the VHS and say, which one do you want to rent? Right. Um, and then eventually I was kind of like, how do I take this and, um, kind of run with it? And I didn't, I just couldn't figure it out. So I went into, um, television production and, um, I really loved being on set. I loved the interaction. I loved everyone communicating and building this one big project together. Right. So the television series would come together and then people could enjoy it and, um, get joy and fulfillment from watching something that you produce. And so that was really, really fun for me. Loved it. But eventually the long hours and the kind of being away from my family on set and just not um, being able to have the connection with myself and my body that I really needed. So we were eating chips and crisps and, you know, the things on set that you can just run and grab while you're still working. There's no real, like, it starts now, it ends now. It's like, you need to get the shot where you, you have to stay on set. So having like really loved kind of the entrepreneurial stuff and having also really loved being a part of studio television, I now marry the two um, and I'm also very interested in wellness. So when I was growing up, I had, um, you know, a car accident when I was 16 and when the drunk driver hit me and it was like, I had to take time out to recover one of the key parts of my recovery was when I was running with my track team. So they were there to support me. I was held accountable. I had a group of people who was cheering me on, literally on the sidelines, cheering me on. And that really helped me um, not only physically, but more like mentally and spiritually as well. And so that's how I like to run my own business. Well and Calm Studios came about because I myself haven't always been well and I haven't always been calm, but I know those are the two principles that I want others to feel as well. So I wholeheartedly believe that others deserve to be well and calm. You deserve to be well and calm, Mike. Gary, you deserve to be well and calm. All of our listeners just know that you also deserve to be well and calm and taking this passion of yours and making sure that you can um, find your clients and, and make a business, right? So business is all about sales, um, metrics, all of those fun things, but you can take a holistic approach to that. Like while you're building your business, you do not need to burn out. You can um, make sure that you're hydrated, make sure that you're sleeping, make sure that your stress isn't causing your cortisol levels to go up and you're gaining weight. Like you can do all of the meditations and running and, and kind of eating how your body kind of feels its best way while you're also building your business. Um, and I just want people to know that. So, so that's how it all came about. Thanks for the question. <laughs> I know Mike's a big health nut, so I want to bring him in in a second. I just wanted to say thank you for that invitation for all of us 
that everyone does. I, I think just that alone, I'll, I'll just bring Mike in in a second, but I just want to say thank you for, for you bringing your passion and energy into a space and letting everyone know that it's okay to start with being well and calm. Because I don't think many of us give us give ourselves that permission. So, Mike, what, what's coming up for you? You know what? What was interesting, Gary, is is physically as soon as Rachel said "well and calm," I I started feeling it right because I I, I went there. Um, those words are real. It's actually a sense and a feeling, um, and it's it's early morning here, right? So my day's starting. I don't have stress built up. Um, I'm I'm with you know two wonderful people in conversation, so it's easy to get there. But what's amazing and how Rachel talked about getting into that and how it was this journey of discovery to find that purpose and um, use her talents towards it. But she mentioned so many things in there that seem simple. Don't get the um, attention they deserve or need, hydration, sleep. Um, our diets, what we put into our body, have so much more to do with how we respond to the day, how we think, what we're capable of doing than we ever give it, um, uh, uh, we, we don't give it the proper attention. Now, I learned all this because my son is a, a nutrition and fitness um, person. That's what he does for a living. And so he's learned along the way. And, you know, he's taught the old man something as he's gone along and, uh, and helped me get healthy. But what was amazing, as Rachel was describing, is just the words well and calm have an effect. And um, I just experienced the possibility of that. So I commend you, Rachel, because these seemingly simple notions are very complex for all of us to put into the discipline of our daily lives, but they're the true difference makers, not only to what we achieve, but how much we can enjoy that achievement. Mm -hmm. Very much so. I loved how you said discipline and enjoyment, right? So you don't really hear those two in the same sentence a lot. Like if you're disciplined, you're probably not enjoying it, right? But there is a way, like if you feel good, you want to keep feeling good. So if you can just take every little step along the way, it really compounds itself into feeling well and calm. I think what's really interesting, so on your website, Rachel, there's some really cool pictures with you with the likes of Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. Mike's son is a personal trainer of Gary Vaynerchuk. So that's the yeah. link on this, on this conversation. So like, that oh just really gosh. made me smile. <laughs> I love Gary. Um, I love his no-nonsense approach to personal development, telling you like it is. Like, he doesn't sugarcoat anything, and it just comes from his soul. And you can feel his connection with the youth and you can feel his connection with his own companies and his passion. Um, yeah, I <laughs> definitely. Um, thanks for pointing that out. I forgot that, that he was up there. Well, I think what's really interesting, what you spoke to there, and I think it's really relevant for the conversation today, Rachel, is that where does that calmness come from? Because I think that we, I'm increasingly of the mind that it's an internal we have to be calm in and of ourselves because the outside world can be having COVID and 
the world going nuts, but we can still be in calm inside or not. Um, and I'm just wondering what you challenge or build on around that. That's a, um, a great perspective. So I also believe that it comes from internal. I didn't necessarily always identify as like knowing that. So starting meditation, it, one of the first things, um, I, I've used Headspace for around four years now and I'm branching out to other ones, but if you need to start somewhere, Headspace is a great app. Um, so what uh, Andy was speaking about was there's always... Like if you're, if there's a storm above the water, right? And there's, it's lashing rain, um, wind, huge waves. Underneath that, there's always the calm. Like there's always the fish that are still just swimming and they don't have anything to do with what's going on on the surface, right? So that's how I kind of was able to realize that like the answers and um, the stillness comes from within. And when I'm able to tap into that, I can come from a space of, um, it's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. We can all get through this together. Kind of like we're all connected and we can all find our own truths within ourselves. Really, really, really powerful. Mike, what's coming, what's coming up for you as you, as you hear that from Rachel? You know, I, I, I love going into, you know, what Rachel has expressed so well, Gary, is um, the the steps into finding how this fits into our life, right? So there isn't, we don't have to be experts at it to to start getting the benefits from it. And, and I think what I've loved about, you know, what Rachel shared um, in the conversation so far is how she came to it and then built that into her passion and now her desire and, and, um, and then her business, which will help other people get there with their businesses. So, you know, it's the entrepreneurial, um, it's the entrepreneur's entrepreneur. And I, and I'd love to explore that too, but the whole journey into, um, finding that wellness, why it's meaningful. There's a recovery piece in there. It's, you know, so that personal journey, but mostly that we can all be beginners and that's a good place to be that we don't have to become experts at it and say, Oh, that's too much for me. I don't think I can get there. Like she said, just coming under the surface, realizing it's okay, take small steps and, and build on it. So I, I think it's really a wonderful, you know, invitation to take that journey. You, you have, you have Rachel. I've got to say, you've given one of the best metaphors ever. Honestly, that sea, that sea metaphor is a brilliant one for people to visualize and feel. Because mm -hmm. when you speak about your work, that is calm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is the definition of calm. If you're able to, as best you can, stay present while everything else around you is going nuts. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, the presence bit is also so important and. I also want to speak to what Mike was saying about not needing to feel like you need to be the expert right away. Like, um, I guess when I first started meditation, I was kind of like, why hasn't it like, why can't I feel the effects? <laughs> like, why can't, why isn't this helped me right now? <laughs> why that type of thing. Um, and then when I look back, I'm like, it was helping me. It was helping me in little tiny ways. And then it just kind of 
um, like I said before, is like the, co the compound effect. So it's like you have practiced it. It's just like any muscle. So say um, you're training for a marathon. I ran the Edinburgh Marathon last um, 2019. So in training, like you don't, you set the goal, but then it's like so huge and you're like, I don't think I can reach that goal. But as long as you go out there, you're disciplined, like we talked about, you find the enjoyment of it, you find your reason why you're doing it, you get out there every day and you build those miles, which builds those muscles. And it's the same with anything in the spiritual realm and kind of the more emotional realm. The more you're able to be present with your emotions and say, last time you reacted in anger, this time you felt the anger, you felt through the anger, and then you were able to kind of stay and remain in your own calmness. Wow, that's wonderful. And Gary, adding those miles, you know something about that, don't you? Are you training, Gary? Thanks, Mike, for that. Set me up. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah. Uh, I don't like these conversations being about me, but I'll just say I ran my first half marathon ever last week. Congratulations. Yeah, I didn't, and I, I told myself, this is a great point, actually. The story I told myself mm -hmm. was that I'm not a runner three months ago. So guess what? I wasn't a runner, Rachel. Right. Your own limiting beliefs, Gary. And I'd love to know, actually, moving to your sort of work, actually, around how you're helping people move from offline onto online. Mm -hmm. How often does that, is that part of, like, we've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of pivoting, everyone's trying to navigate the, the, the pandemic. Where does, this limiting beliefs, is that something you help your clients work through as they're trying to make this transition? Is that relevant at all? Um, yes. Thank you for that setup uh, for limiting beliefs, because there's so much stuff to break down within a limiting belief. The first thing to break down is that other people probably don't even know what terminology we're using. So being in the personal development space, a limiting belief is something we bat and forth back all the time, right? What's your limiting belief? Well, I have a limiting belief around worthiness. And so that's what's blocking me from cl taking clients and money, right? People need to also have the like the very base of it. And it's like, what is your belief? So is your belief around that you can't be a runner? So that's where we kind of need to start. So why do you believe that? You know, like what made you in your past, like what conditioning did you have in maybe school or as a kid get you to the belief that you aren't a runner and that you can't run? So I think that's where we need to start is like, that's what the belief is. And, and then the first bit where it's limiting, like why is this limiting? It's limiting because in the example of Gary, you, um, you know, this was the first time you felt comfortable and able and capable to do your half marathon. Now I'm sure you kind of are like, well, of course I'm a runner, right? So <laughs> that's, um, so I just wanted to do that and um, for the listeners, because I know that your listener base definitely knows what limiting beliefs are. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that everyone else did as well. Cause that was something in the beginning that was hard for me is like all the, um, I don't necessarily think that that's jargon, but all of the new vocabulary that you need to learn just to be in this space. And it's the same with the technology space. So when you're pivoting with your business, there's so many different things to learn online. Like what is SEO? What is, um, what's a course versus what's a membership? What's, what's an online program? 
what's a what's a all-in-one business platform why do i need an all-in-one business platform what are these things that are hooking up everything together what's an email campaign what's a funnel like there's so many jargon language all this kind of stuff that wellness professionals don't necessarily need to learn in order to make an impact on their clients and that's where i come in that's where well and Con studios comes in i like to take the specific tech that i've learned that works um just because i like doing tech it's part of my zone of genius i'm passionate about it like um, I love my MacBook Pro and I just love kind of just being on the internet, learning new things and watching tutorials and I'm a nerd like that. And um, so I just want other wellness businesses to be able to get their programs out to the world without having to waste years, weeks, months learning the tech, right? you can get down a rabbit hole that's like, oh, I need to learn how to do the SEO in order for my email campaign to show up in there, like the right URL, domain, DNS, blah, 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 blah. And they never get their work out, right? There's no one there to guide them. There's no one there to keep them accountable. They think they can do it themselves. They can do it themselves, but it's gonna take a long time. They're gonna get frustrated. They're gonna get overwhelmed and they're not going to be able to have their purpose fulfilled because they are in not in their zone of genius which are i just realized are quite jargony words for the personal development space but if you if you can hang on to this train of thought with me um that's just kind of where i want to take them i want i want them to jump from like having this brick and mortar having these lovely clients really loving them before anything happened so before um, the pandemic before um, kind of everything about the unrest and all of this kind of stuff where everyone is so up in the air. I want them to land with a solid way of reaching their clients and that's through the online space. And it's tricky, right? <clears throat> because mm -hmm. things are changing and so tricky. And, and some of those, I think that, you know, some people in that space and even the creative space in some ways, it's hard to imagine how those things experienced translate to online, right? So there's a belief system there that, that needs to be challenged. Also, Rachel, what you had mentioned about when you were saying the jargon of the technology, and um, there's something really interesting there because there is the how do I show up online? So, you know, how do people find my course and how do I then progress into an audience that's going to consume my stuff. But also, there's the how do I present myself online? And so there's this kind of bifurcation, right? Or this, 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 they're um, both elements on who is receiving what I'm giving. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the whole digital side, which you're just talked to well, but then also, when you get into those limiting beliefs and the mindset part is, you know, are you authentically showing up in that, in that format? Mm -hmm. And I think people get stuck in both of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Is, um, am I really coming through? And we always are in the mindset of the receiver, right? It's like, do people get it? Or will I, will I get the business from them? Mm -hmm. And what I hear from you in approaching the digital side and approaching the content side 
is it's all about giving. It's all about presenting out and really not worrying about the other side so much. And the offer that you've made, this is what landed with me, you'll take half of that equation off of the plate for people. They don't have to worry about the digital side, so they can really focus on giving from their inside out to the world. Um, I'm so happy that the, that came across for you, Mike, that it's really about the giving. Um, that's something I have been working on and know that if I'm giving um, my time, if I'm giving my services, if I'm giving my heart, my love, my soul, if I'm, if I'm giving from a true kind of heart-centered space, that's how like they like are able to kind of give themselves because they see that I can do it, help them get their kind of stuff together so that they are able to kind of reach that broader audience and give themselves. The other thing that you spoke to was um, them not feeling kind of like the worthiness or the ability to kind of make that conversion of like a sale. I find this happens a lot with healers and I find this happens a lot with um, people who just really love seeing people do well. Um, it happened with myself. Uh, something that we all need to work through is being able to own your value and own the fact that you are worthy of um, making a kind of charge to somebody else. Like you can ask for somebody to give you money, right? It's the energy exchange. If I'm going to put my energy of helping you create something out into the world, like your energy exchange will need to be like monetary. So the other thing is like the transformation is in that transaction. So when people are kind of held accountable because they paid someone, they show up right? They'll show up on your calls. They'll show up for themselves, right? We are creating this for you. So you show up if, if I value myself. Um, and so I just really love the mindset of um, knowing that the answers are from you and that you do have so much to give. And the more you're able to give, the more you're able to help. And so that's where I think that businesses really need to get that out the wellness businesses really need to get their services online so that they are giving and, and also that they can receive because it's a law of cause and effect, the law of reciprocity, right? Um, so they're getting out their dharma and then they're able to get everything that they kind of wanted their dream in life as well. So. So, so cool. Love it, Rachel. I'd love to ask you if I may, what, what, what have you learned most about you? throughout the last 16 weeks in terms of how you're helping people pivot? You know, what have you learned most about yourself throughout this, this period? Um, so in the past 16 weeks, what I've learned the most about myself, um, I'm going to set this up because I feel like I was at an advantage when we all went through this whole um, kind of upheaval as a world society, earth, whatever you want to um, call it. So my father passed away from cancer in January. And so in January, I was already in the grieving process. Um, and I was, you know, celebrating his life and um, reassessing mine. 
and, and my role in the world as it, as it now was type thing. Um, so I was able to already be in a space of needing, knowing I needed to take care of myself, knowing I needed to take time out in the day to maybe go through my emotions and sit with myself and just kind of be there. And I think when the pandemic hit, um, I had to make a choice of whether I was going to stay with my mom in Florida and kind of help her, or if I was going to um, come back to London and ride out the pandemic in a city. Um, and as much as I love my husband and my cat and my flat in London, I just felt that my presence and energy was more needed um, with my mom and also with myself. So I was, I had more space. Um, I had the ability of like, I found my dad's old bike in the garage and pumped up the tires every time I had to go out on a ride on that bike. But I went out on a ride on that bike and I was thinking of my father. So what I really learned is that no matter what your soul's journey is or what somebody else's soul's journey is, it's not for you to judge and it's not for you to get upset because that's what happened. And it's not for you to kind of like wish it was a different way. It's for you to be present and for you to be able to wake up every morning and be grateful and to know that you woke up this morning. So you still have a purpose and you need to live out your purpose. And I think that that has really been solidified in the last 16 weeks for me as people are waking up to the fact that maybe they don't need to go to the office from nine to five. People are waking up to the fact that maybe I do need to take care of my body better because if I don't have a, my body, there's nowhere for me to live, right? Your health is your wealth. So um, I think <laughs> being able to kind of just be in that space before everyone needed to, um, everyone else kind of needs to find that self, that for themselves as well. And um, so I, those are kind of my thoughts around the past 16 weeks. Uh, well, first of all, sorry for your loss, but thank, thank, you you for that, but thank you for sharing it for the context of our discussion today. And I just think it's, I'm going to bring Mike in, but I think what's so beautiful about this conversation for me, Rachel, I want to again, just think like your congruence, like you are living and breathing and offering to other people, everything that you believe in. And I think I'm learning from you as we have this conversation around that, the power of congruency. I wonder what you think, Mike, um, what's coming up for you? Coming off mute. So, I mean, I'm listening so intently. And um, Rachel, thank you for opening up the emotional piece on that. Um, truly felt that. Um, sorry for your loss. Um, uh, hard one. I loved the story. Like I felt like I was running alongside the bicycle when you were out for that ride um, and the meaning for that. Um, and thank you for being able to share that. So using that as a metaphor for finding purpose. And then, you know, I think what you said so clearly is what is more? What is wealth? What do we really want more of? Or need more of um, which has the value and the non-judgmental being able the invitation for people to reevaluate that for each of us for ourselves I think is I mean it, it's just beautiful encouragement thank you for that 
another thing you said is, you know, discovering where the passion is and, you know, do I have value? Am I worthy? I assure you that that is not a youth dilemma that exists all the way through, um, all the way through the years. And those that mask it really well are the ones in greater denial. Um, and so I, I encourage that those are great contributions you're offering to people of any age at any stage and that change can be made. Mm -hmm. Thank you yeah. for that. Thank you very much. Yeah, so true. Change can be made at any stage in life. Like you can, it's been proven that you can have new neural pathways in your brain, even all the way up and, you know, hopefully you make it to past a hundred type thing. You can still learn every day. Amazing. So what's on the horizon for you, Rachel? So you've, you're doing this work, you're helping people move from offline to online. What other ideas are you working on? What other projects, you know, where's the big, what's the big vision for Rachel going forward? And by the way, I'm talking to Rachel Harrington and not Elvis for those uh, Evis, for those that are still here. Um, so what, what, what else is on your mind uh, going forward? Um, what else is on my mind? So I guess in the short term, kind of like keeping it not so kind of like um, scary vision, right? Um, so what I love helping and connecting people with right now is um, I'm doing like short trainings on how they can upload their course, how they can upload their membership. I run these on Eventbrite and I also um, do consulting calls with people. So if they know that they're ready to have this online course, this membership and want to get it online and just want to know the blueprint, just maybe some easy steps. I love kind of seeing where people are. Um, so that would be more of the short term vision and how I'm kind of currently working with people. Uh, the long term vision, and um, I haven't necessarily let myself go there um, recently, so I'm, I'm interested to see what's coming out too. Um, I think the long-term vision for Well and Calm is to touch people's lives in a way that they feel seen, they feel heard, they feel valued, they feel like they can have the wellness, the wealth, the life that they want. Whether you think, like whether success for you is like living on the beach in, in like a nice shack, you know, um, or not even a nice shack, you know, that, what that qualifier is not even necessary either. Like whatever your success is, whatever that looks like for you, I want to guide people to their own fulfillment in life. I think that's the main vision, guiding people, um, to success so that they lead fulfilling lives is the mission of well and calm. What a, what a PowerPoint. John, I, I love the way you reduced that qualifier is really interesting like is, is, isn't that something that we're always always striving for the next what mm -hmm. and i just love the way you just brought that straight back you're like no actually you don't need a qualifier just be on the beach right like, exactly it's, it's beautiful seeing that real time that's, that's awesome yeah words mean things right your word is your wand so the things that you are saying you have to be very conscious of like what you are saying is coming into your life right so um it, whatever success looks like to you, it, it's not mine to judge. 
Well, so I, I, I just picked up on your word is your wand. Um, I'm going to take that as my practice today, Rachel. So you just, you've just given me homework that I'm going to take with me. My word is going to be my wand today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see how um, thoughtful I can be about using that. How, dis- how disciplined I can be. Mm-hmm. How helpful I can be. Um, and, and I'll get back to you. Um, Perfect. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> and and I'm around in-laws today, so it'll be a really interesting experiment. <laughs> That'll be really, really interesting. Nice. And I just want to give credit to Word Is Your Wand for, to Florence Scovelshin. Um, if anyone's looking for like a spiritual wealth book, um, the game of life and how to play it, I think is uh, Florence Shin, but um, just Google it. Thank you. There was a second piece to that when you were saying um, help people get into that that place of of that discovery of, of bringing their gifts forward. And, you know, there's two steps to that. Right. So your mission is helping people discover and express their mission. And and that's just that's beautiful depth. And I want to make sure we call that out because um, that is a helpful, you know, really um, caring place to come from so thank you for for sharing that thank you mike i've never well i like to hear other people's perspectives on kind of like what i've said so helping other people share their mission helping um is my mission <laughs> i think that is so cool he's gonna put a check in the post watch it. i know right watch it. <laughs> my royalty check to mike <laughs> As we look to wrap up, I'm just, it's been a joyful conversation, Rachel, and thank you so much for, for persevering with the process. Um, what would you love to leave our listeners with who have kindly joined us today? What would your hope be for them on listening in? Um, what a loaded question. <laughs> My hope for them would be to tune in with themselves any way they can right? So if that means like you just felt that you were thirsty and you're going to go drink loads more water because Rachel said you need to be hydrated, uh, that if that's where they are, I want that to land with them and I want them to run with it. If it's now you know that you have your business and you know that that business is ready to go online and make sales and your mission is to reach more people, then I want them to find me. I really want people to listen in, tune in if it feels right for you and, and you're listening to your own intuition and you, you resonate with um, kind of the hydration, the health as wealth, the um, kind of figuring out your mission and your purpose and giving so that you can receive. If that's what's landing with people, um, I'd love for them to take that away. If the grief a bit was able to help anyone who's also going through things in this tumultuous time. Like we don't know what tomorrow will look like and that is okay. Change is the spice of life. Change will always be happening and you can take control of your own narrative. The story of your life is your story and I want people to feel empowered as well. It's, uh, uh, that's just breathtaking and we could go another hour off the back of that, that, that <laughs> comment so, that was so rich so much depth rachel thank you so much for sharing openly vulnerably positively and hopefully today it's been awesome thank you 
Thank you so much, Gary. I, um, I want to appreciate you. I want to appreciate Mike. Um, you guys have held the space for me to feel that I can be vulnerable, to feel that I am a human. Um, so I just want to value and, and honor the two of you as well for um, putting yourselves out there and having the space for people to come and learn and just be open. And I just want to thank you. That's really sweet of you. What's the best way for people to reach you, um, Rachel? Sure. So the best way for people to reach me is you can go to my website, wellandcalmstudios.com. You can email me, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, at wellandcalmstudios.com. And I would just kind of love to see you on Facebook. You can um, search for me. You can search for me on Instagram. It's Rachel Harrington, and the Harrington is only one R, so H-A-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. And um, I'd love to see you uh, around. And if, if it has called to you that you'd like to hop on a call with me, um, email me. Thank you so much. Amazing. I'll make sure all those details are in the show notes. Thank Thanks. you, Mike. Thank you, Rachel. Have a great day, both. Take care. Thanks, you too. Bye. Hi there, Gary Turner, just wrapping up this wonderful exploration with Rachel Harrington. And if you didn't notice, I actually mucked up her name twice, which was quite embarrassing. But with it being called Valley Through Vulnerability, there is zero editing takes place. And therefore, my silliness can be seen for one and all. But what a wonderful human being Rachel is, and I'm sure that you'd agree with that as well. Um, just a couple of my key takeaways um, from this conversation. It was really interesting to hear that about her car accident when she was 16, when she was hit by um, a drunk driver. It was just really fascinating to hear that at that time, having that support network that kept her accountable, that cheered her on, that helped her mentally and spiritually really got her through. It just makes me think about what's in your network right now? People talk quite often about you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You know, who are those five people for you right now? Just an open question. I'd love to hear from you if you wanted to drop me a note at Gary at Gary Turner Life. Sorry, Gary Turner dot life. G-A-R-R-Y at G-A-R-R-Y Turner, one word, dot life, L-I-F-E. I'd love to hear who are those five people and are they lifting you up or are they taking you down right now? It, uh, it's an interesting time of reflection as we go through this pandemic together. I also loved, as I know Mike did, your word is your wand. The things you are saying, you need to be conscious of. Oh my goodness, this was an absolute nugget and a half for me personally. Your word is your wand. You know, language is so important. If, if you're a follower of this podcast already, you may have heard me speaking with David Marquet, um, who wrote the book, Leadership is Language. Your language is so pervasive, so important, so powerful. And being conscious, being aware of the words that we choose and that we use is a really important point. And I really loved uh, Rachel um, bringing that to life for us. And finally, the other thing I wanted to leave you with was that change is the spice of life. Change will always be happening. And you can take control of your own narrative. The story of your life is your story. I want people to feel empowered. Just a really beautiful way as we look to wrap up our conversation with Rachel is you know as for those that know i'm writing a book called changes and inside jobs a little bit of a slower process at the moment to be completely honest but again that's based on the stories i'm telling myself um and i just think it's really really important that we 
give ourselves permission, slow down, take the time, breathe, check in with those beliefs. What are those stories? Do they serve us? Do they not? You know, there's a huge opportunity to rewrite the story um, that is currently unfolding for us. And I'd love to hear from you to know, you know, is that, does that resonate? You know, would you challenge that? Does it sound like a load of woo-woo? Um, get involved in the conversation. Do follow Rachel, connect with Mike Vacanti, connect with myself. Um, but I really hope you enjoyed this discussion with Rachel Harrington, who's founder of Carmen Wellness Studios. Have I got that the right, right way around? Um, but amazing human being. Really love Rachel and her energy. And I hope that you'll keep in contact with all of us. Have a great day ahead. You can find my details um, at Gary Turner. Sorry, at Gary IP Catalyst on Twitter and Gary Interpersonal Catalyst on LinkedIn. Be well, take care, have a wonderful uh, time between now and when we next meet one another on the next episode. Cheers. Bye-bye. Really hoping that you enjoyed that exploration on the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. You can find out much more about HexoChange at hexochangenow.com. That's H-E-X-O-Change-Now, one word, dot com. You can subscribe to a weekly newsletter at that website, which includes information about live stream conversations, further service offerings, blogs, but also our in-person events, of which we have multiple each year. So I really hope that you'll join us. Do connect with me, Gary Turner, on LinkedIn, and I really hope to hear from you soon.